Hey, Will. What's up, Seamus? What's up? <laughs> What's going on? It's going, man. How, how's life? Uh, life is pretty good. I'm hungry, but <laughs> what's new? <laughs> we need to feed you. I know. I need to eat more. Get you some goop chews or something like that. I ate them last night, so I slept like a log. Yeah. But I'm hungry, and we got to talk about soup today, which made me more hungry. Yeah, this we are talking today to the like queen of the wellness world in LA. She has a cult following. Super, super. Uh, Alyssa Goodman, who's a good friend of ours and good friend of Goop's. And I'm really excited for her to be on the show today. Yeah, she's the author of Cancer Hacks. And she discovered holistic medicine and eating after being diagnosed with cancer and looking for alternative routes to heal. And then shortly after that, her husband died of cancer. So she has learned firsthand that yeah. if you don't take care of your body, yeah. the body will break down. And um, and she shares those lessons that she learned with with the folks that follow her cleanse, which is really cool. I'm excited to actually try it. Yeah. It's a five-day uh, soup cleanse. We're talking about vegan and pescatarian. Yeah, and we talk about fasting and souping and juicing and all the things. Supplements and all sorts of great yeah. stuff. But there's a ton of really, really good takeaways for folks that are interested in taking control of their well-being. Yeah. So without further ado, let's get to our conversation with Alyssa Goodman. You are legendary in Los Angeles wellness world and beyond. I mean, your soup cleanses are like infamous. Uh, but for people that don't know what you do, what your ethos is, can you tell people? Yes. Well, I'm a holistic nutritionist, and, they, and my title is cleanse expert. It's kind of funny how that mm -hmm. when it came into the title. Um, but I was diagnosed with at, with cancer at the age of 32, so I sort of dove into the health and wellness space a little bit to not go the traditional Western route. I did a little bit of Western, a little bit of radiation, but mostly I healed myself with food, mm -hmm. juicing, acupuncture, you know, um, Chinese medicine, all different types of things, and emotional trauma work. Mm -hmm. And then um, 11 years later, my husband was diagnosed with cancer and passed away at 45. So that's when I sort of dove into this whole arena, not mm -hmm. to become a nutritionist, but to just like be able to get my keep myself healthy because my mm -hmm. two girls who were 10 and 7 I knew they needed me to be strong and and then yeah. I also was fearful that they would think they would have get cancer because their dad right. and, and you I had cancer yeah. yeah yeah so when I graduated from my program I started cleanse programs for Cafe Gratitude mm -hmm. M Cafe Air One I did some food um airport food for earth bar so i kind of got into the i got thrown into the cleansing world which i didn't know anything about uh -huh. like about eight nine years ago so that's why cleanses in my and then i started a cleanse six years ago on my own because clients kept saying you know will you cook for me and mm -hmm. i didn't want to be a chef so i started this soup salad tonic lots of food just we had cleansing i wanted them mm -hmm. to be nourished and not uh deprived so that's mm -hmm. kind of, and so I see clients one-on-one. -on -one. I do a lot of work with cancer and autoimmune. Mm -hmm. I just put myself into remission. It took three years to, for Hashimoto's. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I just do, I just try to like, I love getting to the root. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that I've known Will for a little while. And I just love, you know, all of the functional medicine and, and all of that route. So mm -hmm. I try yeah. to take that route with the food and, and what I do for my clients. How yeah. did you, um, when, when you were diagnosed and you um, started to go down the conventional path of treatment, how did you know that there was an alternative path? Great question. Um, because my mom had asthma growing up, 
I was also always sick growing up. I mm-hmm. came into the world with a low white blood cell count. So I had to get blood shots like every month in those days. I never, I'll never forget that. That was horrifying as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always getting sick. And she had asthma, and we were in Arizona. Um, and she thought that would be a better place, but it really wasn't. So she went to this Rancho La Puerta place. Do you know mm-hmm. in yep. Mexico? Yep. And mm-hmm. that was kind of ahead of its time. Yeah, totally. So she take women there. And, and when I was in my teenage years, mm-hmm. she used to take me there with these older women that were 20 years older than me, mm-hmm. which I hated. And uh, <laughs> it was just like, oh, my God, in a place where there was no, um, I couldn't call anybody, mm-hmm. you know, just no communication. But it was pretty amazing. That's where they grew their own food. Mm-hmm. They did hikes and meditation and yoga and um, massages and, you know, Doctors came in and talked about health. So that's really, I think, where I got like my my baseline mm-hmm. of like when I got this with cancer, I knew my I wasn't living a great life. Mm-hmm. I was stressed. I had a very low self-esteem and self-worth. Probably at this point, I know I didn't have any love for myself. Mm-hmm. So emotionally, I was a mess. And then I wasn't eating very well because I really didn't know how to. Um, I was just trying to keep up because I was always chronically fatigued. Alyssa, for you, what were the biggest things, what were the biggest pieces of the puzzle for your wellness journey? The biggest one, I know you guys talk a lot about this and believe in this too, but the biggest one was really just getting um, a better sense of honoring myself and loving myself that I was worth, you know, being healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also a little bit getting past, not a little bit, I guess a lot, getting past my traumas. You know, growing up, um, there was... A lot of trauma in my life. I think we all have trauma in varying degrees, and I think we come into the world like maybe more sensitive or not as sensitive, but depending on how mm-hmm. we come into the world. Mm-hmm. And I was super sensitive. I can feel people's energy. The household was really always kind of, you know, just intense. Mm-hmm. My parents were really successful and just, but very intense. Mm-hmm. So um, I just felt like I never was good enough. And that was mm-hmm. a huge component of it because mm-hmm. you know how much your emotions play into how you how it down regulates mm-hmm. your immune system and yeah. shuts off your digestive system and all that and your adrenals will overtax. So that was huge. And then as I've learned over the years, there's so much to do for gut health that mm-hmm. I love. Um, I just came out with a PDF, an autoimmune hacks PDF, and I talk all about that and then the food, too. I mean, just eating real food mm-hmm. and clean food. But mm-hmm. I became a big juicer. I don't know how I went that route, mm-hmm. but there was one juice place in Los Angeles called Beverly Hills Juice mm-hmm. at the time when we moved here from New York. And I just started going there. And then ever since, I've been a big juicer. And I think that is that in itself is huge because it's like a liquid vitamin, mineral, antioxidant that you can get in your bloodstream super mm-hmm. fast. I know there's a lot of controversy, like smoothies better, juices better. Mm-hmm. With, so, I mean, I think those things and just, de- you know, dealing with my stress. I'm on yeah. Aries, so I'm a type A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned trauma and stress, and I do. I agree with you. Absolutely. I see it as a genesis for a lot of health issues, but also the choices that people make, too, in their life. It's sort of a, 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 the genesis for a lot of different things in, in our body. And something that I tell my patients is you can't heal a body you hate and you can't like shame your way into wellness. And mm-hmm. that cannot be like your M.O. when it comes to these choices. What were some things that you did to overcome that? You mentioned that trauma work and that. What, what did that look like for you? I went into therapy. 
big time. Um, so for years, mm -hmm. and I basically, and then I'm also I'm a seeker in every way. So I think that also is a part of my personality and how I've been able to heal from these various things. Mm -hmm. But I'm always seeking out. Like I can, I sort of tap into like energy healers and you know just people that um, can really help me emotionally. That can kind of like also meditation breath work, you know, journaling, all of that has been huge for me. Just, you know, teaching me how to put my thoughts and my fears and my anxieties on paper mm -hmm. is so big in terms of like releasing them from my body. And then mm -hmm. also, you know, putting my what I want in my life to happen mm -hmm. on paper as well. It's interesting, you can think it, but yeah. when you think it, it doesn't seem to come true. If you really do visualize something, you know, you can really, that's the first step to actually, and you think about it from a creative standpoint, Gaudi, when he was designing La Sagrada Familia in, in Barcelona, before he actually had to put pen to paper, he had to really think about, okay, what do I want this cathedral to be? And then he started to draw it, and it becomes an actionable step towards actually manifesting the creation of something. And I think it's no different with our well-being. Yeah, I just, I just want to give people that hope and that, you know, they don't have, this is not their destiny, these illnesses. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they, they can heal from, we've seen all kind of things healed. We've seen mm -hmm. people heal. For people that are like, okay, what the heck should I eat? Like, I'm disillusioned. I hear all this conflicting information online. What are some like practical things people can start doing from your experience seeing clients uh, to start improving their health? Well, I, I absolutely love juicing, like I said. I mean, I think that I know some people it's hard to do, but mm -hmm. I think it's great because it bypasses your digestive system. And it's not a meal replacement, mm -hmm. but it's just kind of a liquid IV of vitamins and minerals. So I love that. I know that the medical medium has gotten the whole celery juice craze going for the last few years, and people are kind of wondering what the hell that is. But <laughs> I think it's great that he's got people juicing. I mean, mm -hmm. celery does have minerals and you know vitamins in there, and those, and it also is super hydrating, right? Mm -hmm. So we're a massively dehydrated society. Mm -hmm. So I love the juicing, or I tell clients if they're a smoothie person, then they're not going to juice mm -hmm. um, to do a greens powder. At least a really mm -hmm. great greens powder so they can just at least get those nutrients. Or that's how I came up with my soup cleanse. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, a lot of pureed soups, a lot of they're mostly pureed. Mm -hmm. And so they're easily, you know, bypassing the digestive system. So yeah. just incorporating one of those things into your daily routine would be huge. Mm -hmm. Now, are you concerned with, uh, are you looking at sugar content with these juices? Like, or is that not a concern for you? Do you feel like you're getting more good than bad? Uh, from juicing. What is I, your juices? What do they look like? Are they yeah. like green juices or are they a lot of fruit too? No fruit. Absolutely no fruit in my juices. Mm -hmm. I'm a purist and I also juice myself. So these cold pressed juices are worrying me a little bit. Um, if they have apple in them and you mm -hmm. look at the sugar content, it's 18 grams of sugar in a yeah. 16 ounce, right? It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So you're only supposed to have 25 sort of each day added sugar. So I juice myself, I drink it right away, or LA is fantastic, as you know, because we can go to Erewhon or mm -hmm. Whole Foods or, you know, Earth Bar or Creation. Creation. There's so many, yeah, um, there's so many great places here. So yeah. um, I don't put any fruit in my juices. And I also really limit my, tell my clients in terms of their smoothies, like maybe some wild berries or like, um, like a slightly green banana because mm -hmm. it has prebiotics. So I don't like let them put a lot of fruit in there, and then of course the soups have no fruit really. So right. mm -hmm. I'm I love, a yeah, I love big sugar, non-sugar girl. I mean, with mm -hmm. cancer, right. I've seen it do yeah. destruction. 
I was yeah. a sugar fanatic, and my husband was a sugar fanatic. Uh-huh. We ate a lot of sugar. Uh-huh. We drank a lot of wine. <laughs> That's a lot of hidden sugar in right. wine. I know. Right. Yeah. So, so with with soups, I mean, I, I'm I'm curious. This is a conversation that we we talk a lot about cleanses, but I feel like the word cleanse it's kind of a dirty word. Like it's it it means so many different things, and like to so many different people. Um, you know, I think oftentimes when you think of cleanse, the first thing that comes up is like, oh, well, I'm just having, you know, the master cleanse with maple syrup and, and, and grapefruit lemon juice, juice, lemon juice or whatever it is in water. And that's all I'm going to consume for 10 days. But I'm assuming, right. you know, a soup cleanse is not the same thing. Can you kind of walk us through what yeah. a soup cleanse looks like and what it, what's the objective of it? Yeah, I don't love those kinds yeah. of cleanses. <laughs> I just don't like people to be so deprived. Right. I mean, I do believe in intermittent fasting. That's a whole other topic. Yep. But um, I don't want them to be starved and mm-hmm. deprived. So that's how I incorporated this, you know, cold and warm food. Mm-hmm. So it is when you get up in the morning. Um, I know cleanses have a bad connotation but uh, and detoxing. But mm-hmm. I have a gut drink. It's um, aloe, coconut, kefir. It has lemon, ginger, and um, apple cider vinegar, of course, um, mm-hmm. liquid probiotic, and it also has this. Why, why is apple cider vinegar important? <laughs> um, it helps with digestive system, but it just kind of comes, all of that mm-hmm. comes from the master, you know, like the mm-hmm. cleanse that you were talking about. Um, it's been going on forever. I think we all mm-hmm. add it in there. there. It does have good components, but I think we still think of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a super seed bar. That just is, um, it has seeds and gluten-free oats, and it's it ha- coated with a little coconut nectar and mm-hmm. almond butter. Then there's a bone broth. Then there is a salad three days a week with two different dressings. Then there's fermented veggies in the afternoon, and then a soup at night, and um, two different lattes in the night, a turmeric latte and a cacao interpiece tonic that I mm-hmm. came up with. Then we give hemp seeds and pumpkin seeds and digestive enzymes and we really like i just i really want to nourish mm-hmm. these people and we also it's it's done by a very small group of chefs and they've been with me for 6 years and we're just ending our 6 year so they all know you know there's a lot of love that goes into this food mm-hmm. as you know with mm-hmm. food you know you just when you cook food and you prepare food for people it's like it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. and that's yeah. just what i'm trying to do it's about nourishing them and in 5 days these people like totally change Mm -hmm. their digestive systems better they sleep better their skin's better they lose weight even though they're eating more than they normally would Mm -hmm. and they sleep better it's like you know how you can reset in five days so Mm -hmm. it's a kind of a new i i shouldn't sometimes i wonder why cleanse is in the title really because it's just super healthy eating right yeah but it's giving people a launch pad to like know what to do and Mm -hmm. you you take the guesswork out of it which is really nice and i've i've asked you for years if if people (laughs) outside of la can get this (laughs) but no such luck yet right is this not a i'm trying to figure that out if i take it to the next level i'm not sure what's going to happen and also is it going to still be nourishing and loving and are people going to feel that vibe from me mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i'm hugely that is so important in what i do mm-hmm. um i feel like there's a lot of food programs out there there's a lot of cleanses out there but do you feel you know do you feel loved and nourished like you should right right 
Well, I promise you, if you get it outside of LA, I'll still feel your love. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So for people that don't live in Los Angeles, like there are people outside of LA. <laughs> what, <laughs> yes, what, there are. What can we do? Is there any comparable? Do we go make it ourselves or any other things that you would recommend? Yes. I do have a program online. It's a seven-day reset program, and you can download it. And it is the like the blueprint of my cleanse, kind mm-hmm. of. It's a very simple, like my favorite soups. It takes like 15 minutes to make, my super seed bars, mm-hmm. salads, all the dressings. Um, it's, yeah, it's on my, you can download it off my website. What um what, what sort of soups are, do you have? Like, are you, are they, they're like pureed vegetable soups? And yeah. What, what are the bases? What are they like? I mean, they have a vegan broth base that uh-huh. we make. Um, and they're all, I mean, we have probably 200 different soup you know we do we do put plant-based protein in there mm-hmm. so we puree white beans or we give people hemp seeds so they put them in afterwards if it, they're pure vegetables we're always trying to have healthy fat and healthy mm-hmm. protein in these soups too but they're more plant-based mm-hmm. not that i don't believe in animal protein but i just want like to give people a little break from it mm-hmm. i think we mm-hmm. sometimes overdo it so I'm um, just trying to give people like there's 45 different vegetables in the cleanse during the week. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, nobody really gets that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's totally. where the power is. Right. Like that's where like the vibe of, you know, healing yourself is when, in those plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, can we talk about bone broth for a minute then? <laughs> yeah. Just take it in the other direction. I know. So, yes, I'm getting a little tired of cooking chicken feet. That's kind of mm-hmm. gross, the bone broth. <laughs> Why? That's, because the, that <laughs> chicken feet, like that's where the collagen is. Yeah. But it's it's kind of disgusting. Well, you can do too. Okay. The, cre- the crest. Okay, good. Yeah. Now if that. You want to mix it up. Yeah. Um, but I, I had celiac. I was diagnosed a year ago. I'm sure I had celiac for years because mm-hmm. of my Hashimoto's. Um, and usually people have both, right? Well, like right. they. Yeah. So fifty um, to seventy percent risk of if someone with one autoimmune conditions uh, increased risk for other ones. Right. So I ended up going on this bone broth craze a year mm-hmm. ago or a year and a half ago, and I used the pot powders, but I also do the my own bone broth, and I healed it like in six months. So I just and and then I did a lot of research like from you <laughs> a lot, and I saw you know those amino acids are incredible for healing mm-hmm. the intestinal lining and the gut. So I'm a I'm a big believer. So that is one thing that. I still like believe in, mm-hmm. you know, just maybe not eating animal protein for the week, but still getting that gut health, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. trying to heal those and in, the intestinal walls. I think it's like just, it's stellar. It just yeah. has that vibe too of, of healing. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's, it's been the, around it's for centuries. Oldest, <laughs> yeah, it's the oldest medicine. Yeah. I mean, soup is literally yeah. the oldest medicine. Yeah, the chicken soup, the yeah. traditional medicine, isn't from the noodles. <laughs> it's no. from the broth. No. Jewish penicillin is not about the noodles, no. <laughs> no, yeah. exactly. So I'm glad it came back on the scene. I like the um, bona fide provisions. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know that I brand. know that it's one. It's frozen yeah. in Whole Foods. They're great. But obviously, it's most cost-effective to make it yourself. For people that don't know, like, can you tell, you mentioned the chicken feet, but like, how do people make bone broth easily at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that easy. Do you think it's that easy? I mean, <laughs> um, it de- you depends. just got to get good, high quality. Good quality n- bones, bones, yeah. And, yeah. and it's easiest Maybe if you a- live in a place where you have a chest freezer because you can freeze the bones. Yeah. Um, because they do take up a lot of space. Right. Um, and then kosher, I kind of like, you want to get really clean yeah, stuff. You know, yeah, if you're getting beef bones, which are going to have more um, protein and nutrients in right. them than chicken bones, but chicken bones often have more collagen in them. Yeah. Um, 
So there's, and with chicken too, another thing that's really cheap is um, is chicken wings. Mm. And oftentimes those are discarded. So I've you can get the that. wings, the wing tips, and they have more collagen than, um, and a lot of gelatin in them. So you'll make a really mm-hmm. nice uh, yeah. collagen rich broth. But I, I mean, do you have I, a recipe? I know yeah, I have a recipe yeah, on my yeah, site. I have a recipe so. um, in my book. Um, and I, I like to put a lot of aromatics. So I'll put star yeah. anise and cinnamon, um, a little bit of, uh, of peppercorn um, and ginger into it. But yeah. it's not, I mean, I think one of the things that's really a turnoff for most people is if you just have the broth without actually, you know, garnishing it with some condiments, like right. adding sea salt, adding a little bit of apple cider vinegar, adding a little bit of yeah. some grated turmeric or something to kind of flavor it. Um, you have to do it just as you would with a broth if you're making a brothy soup. And if you're just drinking the boiled bones, it's not going to no. taste that great. No. Once you add some salt to it, add a little bit of acidity, a little bit of heat. Yeah, even some a whole fresh different herbs. Story. Yeah. I mean, I love the collagen powders, too. If someone's not going to like go to the mm-hmm. extent of making mm-hmm. these, making this bone broth fresh and homemade and high quality, I love the collagen powders. Yeah. The, one, the bovine ones. The one thing that I tell patients is that with the powdered stuff, though, you don't get the fats in, right, in it. You know, it's, it's not the whole food. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you that it's better than not getting it at all, and it's super yeah. great for travel and the convenience factor. Um, yeah, I love. I I have the marine collagen, like wild caught fish. I have that powdered form. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about that, if I can ask, because I've always been turned on to the bovine ones because they have what, collagen one and collagen three, right? There's mm-hmm. these two. Mm-hmm. And and the marine doesn't. It only has collagen one, right? Yeah. Well, because is does marine... It's lower amounts of does it. it. Does the marine also heal the gut as much as the bovine? Yeah, I would say okay. that the collagen protein intake, you're going to have different amounts of these different amino acids, but you're still going to get a lot of the benefits either way. Okay. So if someone's a pescatarian, I'd rather them get that because that's the only going to be the true form of collagen they're going to get mm-hmm. true. in their diet. True. Uh, but you're right. I think a collection of variety is a good thing. Just like you mentioned all this 40 plus vegetables on your soup cleanse, mm-hmm. getting a variety of amino acids is also important. And we're so lucky these days with everything that we have, you know, even your podcast. I mean, just listening mm-hmm. to these kind of things um, can tell people, you know, they're they have all the power within them mm-hmm. to be able yeah. to take control of their health and heal and just um, and the cool thing that I get asked a lot like how do you know what direction to go like you said at the mm-hmm. beginning is you know we all have instincts like we, right. we come into the world these incredible instincts and then along the path we lose that you know voice that inner voice that's telling us mm-hmm. what we should eat what we shouldn't eat right which which friend we should be friends with or not all these all these things that are important um, for us energetically and to keep us on the right path and we still have those instincts in us I mean we didn't lose them we just got to get back yeah. to them right yeah like, we have to we have to listen to them yeah because even for me like people say what do you, how do you know what foods to eat and you know with food intolerances and just mm-hmm. like you were talking about will with you know just the elimination diet right mm-hmm. um there's i know i notice like when i do elimination diets i know and then i bring it back in i you know, automatically see yeah. what doesn't work for me so mm-hmm. quickly yeah it's food peace it's, yeah. it's having that clarity of what to do um you mentioned intermittent fasting uh <laughs> how how do you intermittent fast what's that look like for you 
Yeah, I was going to ask you if I do it right, because I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't think uh, it's the right way or wrong way, but I just want to yeah. know. <laughs> um, interestingly, I get up, I do 16 hours. So I usually try to finish dinner by 7. I try to go on the earlier side, um, but usually it's 8. Uh, then I wait 16 hours to eat another meal. But I do have, oh God, I'm a coffee girl. So mm -hmm. um, that's... Not good for me, I know. I try to go back and forth between matcha, but I do have some coffee. I put a little bit of collagen powder in it, and then I do a green juice. Mm -hmm. So I don't, you know, just do water, but then I don't eat anything. Until like mm -hmm. one or two? Yeah, or? I um, see clients, and you go into and I'm seeing clients, I mm -hmm. get really busy, and sometimes I don't eat till three. I don't recommend that to anybody because mm -hmm. I go way too long. Um, and so... You know, because but I'm so like I love I'm a little bit addicted to the intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. I what benefits I'm, do you see? Like, why why are you addicted to it? Because <laughs> I get a lot of energy, um, mental clarity. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel weighed down, and it maintains my weight. I just I feel great. Awesome. Digestion is great. Mm -hmm. All of those things. So um, I just I really am a fan. And yeah. I, have I, you ever measured ketones before? I'm curious if you, no. you probably are producing ketones. And my kids, I have two girls who are 21 and 24, and mm -hmm. two stepsons, and they give me so much crap about that because mm -hmm. they just it drives them crazy. I'll go to a restaurant and ask, "Yeah, is that salmon wild?" Or yeah. you know, "What kind of oil do you use on your dressing?" Yeah. And, they're yeah. like, oh my God, mom. But the reality is also when you're very aware of how food makes you feel and then you eat something that's crappy, you you don't feel great. And it's almost like, I don't, you know, is it worth it? Is it worth it to eat this thing that tastes really good for right now that's going to make you feel really terrible in 20 minutes? Not always. Yeah. No. no. I mean, I know. I, I'm a, I love pizza and pasta. And, yeah. Um, there's a new Italian place here in LA that is from Naples. I don't uh -huh. know if you Saint Michelle, a yeah, pizza place yeah, on McCadden. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've been there, but no, I, I haven't been. Love that place, and uh -huh. I'll go there and have wine and pizza, pasta. And the next day, I am so hungover. Yeah, and I'm like major carb overload and sugar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I you, feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll still have like you you allow yeah. yourself that. Yeah. grace to do that I really want to I like try to tell my clients um, you know after a certain amount of time of trying to of healing your gut I feel like you can you know sort of splurge I mean I just mm -hmm. I'm a flexitarian and mm -hmm. I loved I love food so and I love to socialize and I you know it's a it's a form of you know just getting intimate with people right yeah. so I don't want to like so I'm going to go and, and I'm going to go to a party and if they have that there I'll eat it mm -hmm. on, or cheese or if they have chicken which I don't normally love I'll mm -hmm. eat it so I do allow myself to play around I'm like an 80-20 girl mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. well, that's great that you have the flexibility metabolically and just immune wise to do that even being, being celiac that's actually quite impressive yeah I mean resilience I think, don't you think, like, oh, I mean, I, I don't show any um, antibodies for my Hashimoto's or my celiac mm -hmm. anymore. So I feel like I can give myself a little bit of that leeway. Mm -hmm. um, and But I'm always, I honestly, I am always on track of, you know, I am constantly mm -hmm. um, taking charge of my gut. And I'm, oh, you know, when I don't feel good, I just I automatically up the probiotics or, right. you know, or I do my digestive enzymes and... Um, you know, or go back into uh, like sort of if I feel kind of sick, I'll maybe lower some inflammation in the in the gut too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I love licorice root extract and things like that. So I play around and zinc and mm -hmm. 
So I'll go back onto my little bit of a regimen or the bioactive silver, which helped me with my yeah. Hashimoto's. So I'll kind of, if I don't, if I feel like I'm going down the wrong path, I'll get yeah. back on my routine. You know how to like recalibrate yourself. Yeah. yeah. What are your core supplements that you take <laughs> I always, regularly? I'm getting that question a lot. I'm, I don't know if you know, but I'm a supplement junkie. I, I mean, <laughs> I just love um, supplements. I've tried so many. I don't know why I'm into this whole supplement regime because there's just so many and there's so many bad ones out mm -hmm. there. But um Probiotics are super important, and I know there's controversy still on them if they mm -hmm. really do the job, if they really get right. into those intestines, right? But I just noticed over the years with clients, like when they take them, they feel better, and when they don't, yeah, depending on sure. the. Uh, so I have one right now that I love, Genuine Health. It's from Canada. Um, mm -hmm, I cool. actually picked it up from from Erewhon and then started using it and love it. There's and there's a handful that I use, but. Love that one. Um, vitamin D, of course, you mm -hmm. know, most people's levels, as you know, are lower than they should be. How mm -hmm. much do you take? 5,000. And you, my levels are at like 75. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I, the optimal range. Yeah. I take do you 10. take it with K2? You or take 10. Like? Yeah. I don't take it with K2. Um, okay. I don't know why, but I do like D yeah. and K2 too. Then I do omega-3s. Mm -hmm. so, from fish? From um, fish oil. Yeah, from fish. Uh, I'm definitely more of a pescatarian. And... Yeah. You know, Nordic, I try to take like almost two grams a night. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and is it Nordic two, Naturals? Is it grand? Liquid? Form? It's no, I do like Nordic Naturals EPA Extra mm. is okay. the one. Um, there are a bunch of good ones out there that I try to just get. I try to get my supplements where they're not a lot of fillers, synthetics, mm -hmm. you know, as you know, that yeah. are super clean um, or been tested. And then um, magnesium is a no brainer. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm taking this innate response. I don't know if you know that company on the East I Coast. Don't. It's small. It was, I think it's still run by a functional doctor. Her name is Low Dog. And um, mm. she trained under Dr. Weil. Oh, and yeah. I do. I have heard. Heard she of owns her? A, yeah, oh. she owns a, co a coffee oh, yeah. company. <laughs> she does. She has that coffee. I, yes. I saw that you were... Um, uh, posting about that, I actually yes. got that coffee. It's it's good. Yeah, she came up with adaptogenic coffee. It's yes, pretty cool. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of she's designed a lot of these supplements, and it has three different kinds of magnesium. So I take that. What are, do you know? The three kinds? Yeah, it's um, glycinate, citrate, and I think it's malate. Cool. Is that? And then um, what's the other one? So it's probiotics, the magnesium, the omega threes, vitamin D. Um, then a good multi, probably. Mm -hmm. And right now, there's a company called Pure Synergy. It's certified organic. I think it's out of maybe Utah. Mm -hmm. And um, they've been around for many, many years. And all their stuff is certified organic. And I love that one. So that's, awesome. that's kind of like my baseline. Yeah, that's not that many. No. I try, you know, I do take more than that. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I do take, um, you know, zinc and um, like. L-tyrosine for my mm -hmm. thyroid, and I definitely, or I take a extra B12, mm -hmm. but that's all, you know, getting into all other different areas, and right. sometimes I take L-theanine for my anxiety, mm -hmm. you know. Got it. So you have like a few targeted things, but that's your foundation. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. my foundation. That's kind of my baseline of what I tell people out there. Yeah, uh, that's good. To, to just make sure they cover those bases and make sure they also get the B vitamins. And if so if the Bs aren't in their multi, yeah. that mm -hmm. they're getting an extra either B12 or a good complex, complex B. B. Yeah, yeah right. but 
that supplement market is really like something else to navigate. No, no Man. kidding. And there's right? so much garbage too. Yeah, I mean they're cra- like it's a trillion yeah. dollar business. Yeah. So right. unless, but that's getting- the cool thing about places like Air One. I know that it's not outside of LA, but they do like curate and vet this stuff so it's like good quality whole foods does a decent job too mm-hmm. i mean yeah i think that at that point you're not on like amazon which is like a huge you don't know what's other than right. reviews i guess was i do look at those but yeah. right it's hard to know right. what's right other than a doctor or right. reviews like getting it from you somebody like yeah. you who yeah. recommends them yeah. yeah i mean i also love the adaptogen world so as you yeah. do mm-hmm. too right i mean yeah. there's some really amazing I always, I'm like a big, I push all my clients on Tulsi tea just yeah. all day long. I've been drinking it. I've yeah. been drinking it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's people, great, isn't yeah. it? Tastes for like people tea. that don't know, yeah. can, you tell, can you tell them what adaptogens are? Yeah. Adaptogens are what like help adapt with your stress level. You know, so um, if you're like really feeling anxious and hot, you know, sort of mm-hmm. too energized and too high it can kind of calm the system down and if you're feeling low they bring you up so they adapt to your stress levels um but they there's like all different kinds of adaptogens that's probably a whole other podcast right i know you know a lot of intricacies about these but um you know there's some that do bring you up more and some that do calm you down more Mm-hmm. So, um, but I just, I just love Tulsi tea. I don't know. Yeah, Tulsi is my favorite yeah. too. Holy yeah, basil, it's the queen, yeah. right? Queen, yeah, the queen of adaptogens, right? right. And ashwagandha is great too, but it works for some people, it doesn't work for right. others. And maca is great. You know, when I'm low energy, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. That's, but um, I, I just love that market. But I also am a little worried about you know we're putting so much stuff into things. Yeah. That it does worry me too, because you don't know what's what you're what agrees with you or what doesn't. And then when you, and when it's so crowded and you're you're taking like thirty different pills, right? And do they all work together? What happens? Do some of them cancel each other out? Is there an adverse effect by having X, Y, and Z together? Yeah. It become and I think that sometimes we get we have this like this tendency to throw the kitchen sink at things like, okay, I got to take all of the supplements and I have to take all of the adaptogenic herbs and I have to drink all the bone broth and I have to <laughs> eat none of the gluten and I have to do all of this. And it's no like, sugar. And I have to eat none no of the lectins. sugar. Exactly. No lectins. And I need <laughs> no to meditate. Shades. Yeah. And it's, it, it gets to a point where it sort of becomes, obviously we were talking about orthorexia before, but just obsessive. It's almost just like obsessive compulsive and we're worrying about, you know, the effect of the pizza is much worse than actually eating the pizza. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I could give people this soup cleanse, you know, for Mm -hmm. a week. If they're stressed out, not feeling good about themselves, you know, not sleeping, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to do a lot for them. Right. I mean, it'll do something, but it won't do what it's supposed to do. Right. It won't really nourish or nurture them. Um, So I think, you know, that, um, that emotional component is like huge. Thanks for listening to our conversation with Alyssa Goodman. The conversation was amazing. I mean, first of all, she looks so good. She looks so healthy and so beautiful and vibrant and has such great energy. Yeah. And you you know that she's she's been through the wars and she's talked about how it it you know wasn't really even until a couple of years ago that she's learned to truly love herself, mm-hmm. which I think is remarkable. Um and I love that she talked about this idea of sort of the intangibles like trauma and uh, emotional trauma and scarring and how that impacts the illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And it's one of those things where you you see Alyssa, you, you know she, she practices what she teaches. And it's like, it would be like going to a dentist with bad teeth or something like that. You, you would not want to get advice. She's 
a glowing, radiant health. Like you want to take advice from someone that mm -hmm. looks amazing like that and really just practices what she teaches. I think it's great. And there's so much confusion online. It's cool to see somebody that's not only lived it herself, but sees clients on a regular basis. Uh, so you know some takeaways that she's seen help people in real life. And it's great that her program is a five-day program, which is totally doable for anyone. Um, and even if you don't have, if you don't live in Los Angeles and you can't like actually do her program, but you can download her blueprint and you can create your own five day structured cleanse. And that's, you know, that's a really reasonable amount of time to make some significant changes and, and mm -hmm. to actually see, you know, see a difference. Even in that short, shorter period of time, it's remarkable how yeah. much people will see improvement. Yeah. I think at that point it gives people encouragement, you know, like, look, this I thought this was like this big behemoth, like I over, over I have to overcome so much. But if you start feeling better mm -hmm. and moving in the right direction, you're not going to be 100% necessarily in that time. But at least it'll give you sort of a pat in the back and say, hey, look, I'm in the right direction. Right. And that motivates you to keep going for sure and make it into a lifestyle, not just a cleanse. And that's how she sees it too. Like, like she said, she doesn't even know why cleanse is in the name of it because it is just healthy eating, but it's a springboard for people to lean into it. So for more information on Alyssa Goodman, head to alyssagoodman.com where you can find more information on her cleanses. That's E-L-I-S-S-A. And you can also, like Seamus said, see some of her favorite recipes on her website and also at goop.com slash the podcast. Got a question you'd like us to answer? The Goop team is keeping a running list for us. So just hit them up at Goop on Instagram or Facebook. At the end of every episode, we'll be answering a question from one of you guys. If you have a question about us or about men and wellness or really anything else is on your mind, just let us know. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies and ways to approach health and well-being. And I love to talk about food and cooking and, well, reality is anything. I just love to talk. So send your questions over to the Goop team on Instagram or Facebook. As Goop likes to say, nothing is off limits. All right, time for another Ask Me Anything. This one is from Katie. She wants to know, what was your proudest moment? Well, my proudest moment, I think, I don't want to be too cliched here, but I mean, being a dad of two kids, uh, to me, like the proudest moment for me was being their dad and them coming into this world and watching them being raised. And we have one of those like revolving uh, frames like you know we have all these pictures on our cell phones these days but I rarely get to look at them because they're mm -hmm. just on our cell phones but the one of the best things that I got and actually goop gave this uh, to me when I spoke at one of the in goop health a while ago uh, and it's one of the best gifts that I've gotten and it's that revolving frame where I can see all these phones the pictures on my cell phone and I can really look back at all these moments as a dad it's like whoa like time flies by mm -hmm. and every day when I'm sitting in my in that room where that that frame is I'm like super proud to be their dad that's so cool how about you well I don't have any kids so I, I can't I can I can imagine what that's like but unfortunately I can't say that that's my proudest moment but I don't know I think maybe for me my proudest moment was when I decided that I, I had been really, really sick for so long, and when I decided that I was no longer going to be sick. And that was like a really, mm. I mean, that was a, a monumental change for me, deciding yeah. that I'm not going to be a sick person anymore. I have an illness, and I'm going to stop having this illness. 
and uh, awesome. and that was like that was like the biggest step. And I think just being able to get past that state of being a victim, which was really easy for me to fall into, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm I'm proud of myself for having gotten past that state of victimhood. Um, so yeah, awesome. I think that that kind of that I'm proud of you too. Thanks, brother. Awesome. Um, you know, I think that was that was a big step in the right direction. That's it for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Will and I would love to know what you think about Goop Fellas. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit subscribe and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to goop.com slash goopfellas. And we hope you'll be here again next Wednesday. Talk soon.